0: What is up guys? It is Quinn here. And in this video, I'm going to be going through my week 11 injury report. So just running through all the players who are questionable, doubtful, and then the guys who have already been ruled out for the uh, Sunday and Monday slate of games. As always, if you guys enjoy the content, do me a huge favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. And if you uh, do have any fantasy questions, start, sit, trade advice, waivers, drop it down below, and I will get back to every single person. But let's jump right into some of the players who are questionable heading into the uh, Sunday and Monday games. And we basically have to start it off with the uh, top player at basically, you know, the three of the main offensive positions for the Ravens. So first, Lamar Jackson dealing with an illness. It seems like Lamar is battling some sort of illness like two to three times every single season. I would still expect him to play, and he is still someone I'd be locking into my lineup, but definitely something to monitor. We have Mark Andrews still dealing with the knee and shoulder injuries. I'd expect him to play this week. If he's starting, you're obviously gonna fire him up as a very strong play. And then we have, I guess, the expected running back one for the Ravens, Gus Edwards dealing with a hamstring slash knee injury. I think if Gus Edwards plays, and we're not here and he's super limited, I think he's a decent like flex RB3 option, but this could turn into a pretty gross committee, as we know with the Ravens. We have David Njoku, who is uh, questionable with that ankle injury, kept him out, I believe, the last two or three weeks. If Njoku plays, I think he's a very strong tight end one moving forward. We have my guy Wandell Robinson dealing with a hamstring injury. I believe Kenny Galladay is also questionable, but he is so far off the fantasy football radar. I think if Wandell, you know, doesn't play, probably a slight bump to Slayton, who does look like the uh, wide receiver one there for the Giants. We have Devontae Adams dealing with an abdomen injury. You know, I feel like this is pretty cut and dry. If he plays, you're obviously firing him up as a start. If he's out, I mean, if he's out, like, and you were thinking about starting Derek Carr, Derek Carr would have to be an auto sit for you. No Devontae, no Waller, no Renfro. You know, like Devontae Adams is really the only guy keeping that offense afloat right now. I wouldn't even love Derek Carr if Devontae Adams was healthy, but definitely someone who would need to be sitting if Devontae Adams was out. We have Zeke who has missed the last two weeks with that knee injury. I'd expect him to give it a go this week. We may not see his typical 15-16 carry workload, but I do expect him to still have some touchdown upside. You know, if you're uh, debating on playing him, I think he's somewhere in that like fringe RB2 range, maybe a high-end running back three this week. Even though it totally seems like Tony Pollard is the far superior back, I do still think the uh, Cowboys are going to run some of their offense through Ezekiel Elliott. So, you know, maybe he's a high-end RB3 this week. Moving forward, I think he's more of a, uh, you know, back-end RB2. Then, as always, we have uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, both questionable. Keenan Allen with that hamstring, Mike Williams with the ankle, it kind of seems like uh, things are trending in the right direction for this offense as a whole. If Herbert can get these weapons back, he probably jumps himself back up to, you know being a mid tier q b one or higher. And then if Keenan Allen is healthy, I think he's probably, you know, on the fringe of being a wide receiver one. Mike Williams somewhere in that wide receiver two range would just like to see these guys out on the field. I would uh, consider Josh Palmer, you know, probably a fringe wide receiver two if both of these guys are out. If one of these guys plays, Palmer's probably like a back-end wide receiver three, someone you don't feel super great about. And then we have another team who has a a ton of key top options, uh, questionable. It is the Arizona Cardinals, who I believe play on Monday. They have uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Marquise Brown, and Kyler Murray, all questionable. D Hop and Kyler with hamstring injuries. Marquise Brown potentially uh, coming off of IR with that foot. I believe they activated him, so he has like the three-week window but he could hypothetically play on Monday. I would say Marquise Brown, if he's active, even though you know there's maybe some risk, he's limited. I still think he's someone who's startable as probably a fringe wide receiver too. DeAndre Hopkins, obviously if he plays, you're starting him. And then same thing with Kyler. I honestly think that uh hopkins and brown are probably still startable even if it is uh, colt mccoy instead of kyler but we're gonna have an extra day to kind of monitor that situation and remember those on uh, monday night games the injury reports aren't official when i'm looking at it you know i'm kind of just uh projecting because theirs come out the day later because they do play you know a day later than the sunday games now we have one player who is doubtful this week we've got the uh, kicker position dustin hopkins if you had hopkins you know, find a different option, most likely still dealing with that hamstring. I do believe he missed last week. So he's probably not rostered by anyone at this point. And then I guess some semi good news here. We don't have a ton of players who have already been ruled out. PJ Walker was ruled out earlier in the week uh, with that ankle, not great news for DJ Moore. He's really struggled with Baker at quarterback. Baker will be the guy, I guess, at least starting this game. Wouldn't be shocked if we see Sam Darnold sometime in the future. DJ Moore, I would kind of limit your expectations this week. And honestly, moving forward, if Walker isn't the quarterback, I think at this point, anyone not named Baker was probably going to be a plus for DJ Moore. We have JD McKissick, who is going to continue to miss time with that neck injury. Never good when you see like a neck injury pop up. They typically linger a long time and obviously uh, can be serious and long term. I think we saw that with Chris Carson uh, last year. So I think uh, Antonio Gibson can still be fired up as probably a back end running back to this week. Brian Robinson in the uh, RB3 territory, just have Gibson getting that receiving workload. Um, Brian Robinson getting more of the uh, carries on the ground. We have Corey Davis out with a knee. I wouldn't say Corey Davis is super fantasy relevant on his own, but this is a big plus to Garrett Wilson, who has really lit up the stat sheet with Corey Davis out because we have Elijah Moore, you know, kind of in the doghouse. So it uh, just kind of really opens things up for Garrett Wilson. Probably, honestly, a uh, wide receiver two this week with Davis out. Unfortunately, we have Jerry Judy out with an ankle injury. I think this definitely gives uh, Cortland Sutton a bump. With how weak the wide receiver position is this week, I do think he could be considered a high-end wide receiver two option just because we have all these teams like the Seahawks, uh, Metcalf, Lock it out, Bucks, Evans, Godwin. We've got the Jaguars with Christian Kirk and then like uh, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. So just a ton of uh, playable wide receivers that are out so it does kind of bump up these other guys. So Judy out, Sutton a much stronger play than if Judy was healthy. As expected, Jamar Chase out with that hip. It seems like there's some uh, optimism that he could return for week 12. That would obviously be great. Um, We'll see if he's 100% uh, Jamar Chase, but I think this is great news if you kind of took my advice as a contender. You go out, try to bring in some of these injured options, because if he's returning in week 12, even if it's week 13, Give him a week or two to kind of rev up, and then he's going to be giving you top production for the fantasy playoffs. Because when healthy, he is going to be a top five fantasy wide receiver. And then the final player is Juju Smith-Schuster out with the concussion. This was something I kind of expected um, earlier on in the week. Just the way he got hit looked like he was out cold. I don't think you want to rush a guy, you know, back super quickly from that. In terms of Kadarius Tony, we also had McCole Hardman who was put on IR this is looking like a prime setup for a big time Kadarius-Tony game. I think if he's getting somewhere in like the 70 plus percent route participation, like Tony could put together a big game. I just have to imagine you give that dude, you know, a certain number of opportunities, he's gonna make something happen with it. So I think if you have Tony, I think he can be considered probably a top 20 play this week. I think I underranked him a little bit in the uh, wide receiver rankings, but I was kind of, you know, hedging, on potential guys playing for the Chiefs with these guys out, I think Kadarius Tony is a very, very strong play. So that is going to wrap it up for every single injury. I feel like this was actually probably the fewest, um, you know, injuries that I've actually had like written down on the sheet but there were a pretty significant number of big names on here. So not sure if this is a you know positive or negative week for that. But if you guys did enjoy the content, do me a huge favor, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel. Any questions, drop them down below. As always, thank you guys for stopping by and I'll see you in the next one.